Welcome to the Women Want Strong Men podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stuttle. I believe it takes a strong man to appreciate a strong woman, and I'm here to bring a unique perspective to empower both sexes. I love talking with health experts, thought leaders, influencers, and people who have insightful information to share with us about our health, our society, and our pursuit for success and prosperity. It's Friday. And today is 15 on a Friday, where I break down a topic in under 15 minutes. Last Friday, I discussed the biological and environmental reasons why a man's masculinity was being destroyed. Today, I want to talk about the cultural side of that, because it's coming at us from all angles, from politics to social media to music. Masculinity is under a full-blown attack. I'm only going to focus on rap music today because there is a lot to cover when it comes to this. I googled, what impact does music have on our society? The first article to appear says, quote, Music has shaped cultures and societies around the world, passed down from generation to generation. It has the power to alter one's mood, change perceptions, and inspire change. While everyone has a personal relationship with music, its effects on the culture around us may not be immediately apparent, end quote. I think that sets the stage pretty well. We can all agree that music has a major influence on our culture. I want to hone in on rap music because it's a major problem. Let's review some rap lyrics so we can understand exactly what we tolerate. Let's break it down word by word. No beat, no rhythm, so we can comprehend exactly what we allow to spew into our society and what we are teaching our young boys, our young men about females. Since there are so many artists to choose from, and since the internet went wild about the Super Bowl performers a few weeks ago, hashtag best Super Bowl halftime ever, I figured I would just start there. Now, you have to be careful these days reading rap lyrics, or someone might try to spin them into your own words. I just want to be clear. These are not my words. We're going to start with Eminem. Slut, you think I won't choke no whore till the vocal cords don't work in her throat no more. Just bend over and take it like a slut. How about the 2013 song extended lyrics from I Got 99 Problems and a Bitch Ain't One. She's all 99 of them. I need a machine gun. That's Jay-Z and Eminem. Or how about Bitches Ain't Shit by Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Fucking hoes, clocking dough, up to no good. Okay, how about Love Game by Eminem featuring Kendrick Lamar? Snatch the bitch out her car through the window. She's screaming. I body slam her onto the cement until the concrete gave and created a sinkhole. Bury this stink hoe in it, then paid to have the street repaved. Wow. Okay. I want someone to challenge me on this. I want someone to give me one good reason how this elevates masculinity. How does it elevate females? Give me one good reason. Because I'm not seeing it. I see in here a bunch of bullshit in these lyrics. I see a culture of gangbanging, domestic violence, kids out of wedlock, and women being treated like trash. These artists, we have now given the platform to be idolized by our children. And it's exactly what's wrong with our culture. They are making men weak. They are teaching our kids, not only is it okay to call women bitches and hoes and bend over and take it like a slut, but they're making it cool. They're telling the boys listening, this is what you should do. This is what you got to do. This is what you need to do if you want to be a gangsta. It's a joke. And we have given them the platform to do it. 
We have made these men moguls. We have made these men icons. We have made these men millions and millions and millions of dollars. The term, quote, rap sheet stands for an individual's records of arrests and prosecutions. However, for some rap artists, it might as well be an allusion to their profession. Let's talk about Dr. Dre. One of Dr. Dre's first public cases was a brawl in a hotel lobby and battery of a New Orleans police officer. That year, 1992, was not a good year for the rap mogul. He was convicted in the battery case, but he also ended up in court for allegedly assaulting another producer and was sued by a female TV host for assaulting her. In 1994, Dr. Dre was sentenced to an eight-month prison stint for leading police on a chase when they tried to arrest him for drunk driving. But the legal issues that followed Dr. Dre and shadowed his every move was alleged treatment of women. Shocker. At least three women came forward at various times accusing the rapper of assault and abuse, according to the New York Times. Denise Barnes sued him back in 1992, said in 2005, Dre slammed her to the wall, put his knee on her back, and tried to choke her. They're in the bathroom of a public nightclub. Dr. Dre also allegedly attacked rapper Terry B. I'm not really sure how to pronounce her name. A female rapper who signed to his label back in the 90s. Terry recorded a song dissing N.W.A., and Dr. Dre did not like it. He confronted her at the 1990 Grammys and punched her twice at the Grammys. She said she paid to drop charges or else her album would never come out. Good grief. The singer Michelle was in a relationship with Dr. Dre for six years. They have a son together, but Michelle said he would hit her often and broke her nose. She told the New York Times Dr. Dre even cracked her rib. Dr. Dre issued an apology in 2015, expressing his sorrow for all the women he hurt. He claimed that he's a different man now. Hmm. Really? Different man? Because in 2021, his wife of 24 years, Nicole Young, filed court documents accusing him of once holding a gun to her head, punching her in the face, and slamming her against the wall, and of course stating he had multiple affairs and mistresses throughout their 24-year marriage. Is anyone shocked by this? His wife, Nicole, and him have two children. Dr. Dre also has at least seven older kids by five women, including a son who's 38, who he didn't meet for 20 years. He has a daughter, Latanya, who hasn't seen her dad in 17 years, and she stated he's never met her four kids. Also, just a note, Dr. Dre had his first child when he was 16 years old. Shortly after that, when he turned 17, he had a second child with a different woman who was 15 years old. Dr. Dre had two kids by the time he was 17 by two different women. This is absolutely crazy. This is what I'm talking about. This music is breeding this culture of chaos. Strong men don't have babies with numerous different women and up and leave them and never have a relationship with the child. Strong men are fathers. Strong men show up. Strong men don't beat women. Strong men are protectors of their family. We know the stats on this stuff. The Journal of Research and Crime and Delinquency reports that most reliable indicator of violent crimes in a community comes from fatherless families. Children from single-parent families are more prone than children from two-parent families to use drugs, be gang members, to be expelled from school, be committed to reform institutes, and become juvenile murderers. We know that it is crucial for children to have a father figure in their life. 
Yet these rappers want to glorify this lifestyle of multiple women and this thug life like it's something to be proud of. But when in all actuality, they're damaged goods. They all have daddy issues and they just don't want to admit it. They behave like this because that's how they were raised. Dr. Dre was raised by his grandmother. He doesn't have a relationship with his father. His parents got pregnant as teenagers, just as he ended up doing. Do you get my point? This is a vicious cycle being created. Dr. Dre is the one in a million that got out of the streets alive and got rich from rapping. Unfortunately, most men trying to emulate him will become a product of our society. They'll end up bogging down our criminal justice system and become nothing but a burden who lives off the system. Thanks to our taxpayer dollars. This is just one of the artists that performed at the Super Bowl. One. Can you imagine if I went through all of their past? And by the way, why the hell didn't the NFL go through their past? Why did the NFL give them the platform to perform? How hypocritical. The NFL has been plagued with domestic violence issues, and then the executives get in a boardroom together and come up with this genius idea to put Dr. Dre on stage, who has a history of domestic abuse and sings about beating bitches and hoes. I can't even with the utter stupidity and hypocrisy of this. Let me be very clear. There will be a price to pay for what we tolerate. This music is destroying masculinity. Real men, strong men, don't behave this way. But are the young boys listening to this music able to differentiate? Because we have put these artists on a pedestal. We made them moguls. We made them millionaires. We have given them a platform for our kids to idolize them. This music is more at their fingertips than ever before. We have to do better. These artists have to do better. They owe it to the communities they came from. If they truly want to make a difference in their own communities, it would start with their own music. Because the way I see it, these artists are actually managing to bring both men and women down at the exact same time, killing both masculinity and femininity along the way. That's all I got on this 15 on a Friday. But next Friday, I might stay on this topic of rap music because I just read a very interesting article from the New York City Democratic mayor on drill music. And I think you might find it fascinating as well. So until next time, have a conversation with your kids. Learn about what music they're listening to. We can do better. Happy Friday, everyone. <laughs>